I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Thin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to ThinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word SID. Back here, Sid and Friends in the morning, and uh, this gentleman is on once a week, like a lot of guys are, but this guy is so good. Like I say every week, whether it's Fox and Friends every morning on Fox News, his own show, which I was on last Saturday, and I loved it. I love being on One Nation Saturday nights at 8 o'clock. Or, of course, on After Me here on WABC, 10 o'clock every weekday morning. It is the multi-talented Brian Arthur Kilmeade. Good morning, Brian. Sid, great job last week. Just so you know, as the Russian, all hell broke loose in Russia, we had to redo parts of the show. All the producers got around and we said, let's, uh, let's blow off the news duel. Let's postpone Rob Snyder. Let's not touch Sid in the panel. It's funny you say that. And that was consensus. I know. It's funny. And I think Dr. Jew may have made it the cut either. But uh, it's funny you say that. Uh, He's going to be on this weekend. He is. Okay. So I'm in an Italian restaurant last Saturday night, place I frequent often. They love me there. And I go to them at 8 o'clock. I go, you got to put Fox News on. There's a whole (laughs) bunch of people. And they go, why? I go, I'm on it. So they put it on, and there you are, talking to Colonel Jack Keane about this ridiculous non-story about a ragtag Wagner group who'd started their way towards Moscow until Putin threatened to kill them all. So I text your producer, Taylor Walters, and I go, oh, don't tell me. She goes, don't you worry. 8.45, you're on. So I watched it. It came out great. In all seriousness, Brian, you do a great job on Saturday nights. Well, we covered one, in, thank you, uh, we covered one uh, incident that people outside New York probably don't know, but as you know with Danny Penny, the family of, uh, is it Jordan, jo- uh, what's jo- his Jordan, Jordan Williams? Or Jordan Neely. Jordan, Jordan, well, uh, yeah, Neely. Uh, right. Jordan Williams got off, thankfully. Yes. But uh, the family uh, said, yeah, they, why didn't they just ask Jordan, uh, what's wrong, how can I help you, instead of putting him in a, a restraint hold? Yeah. And so then two days later... Uh, an African-American man sees a guy going crazy on, on a subway and he says, hey, listen, man, why don't you calm down? I'm a friend of yours. How could I help you? And the guy goes, I don't know you and put takes his knife out and uh, cuts a hole in him from the top of his head all the way down his yep, neck. Yep. Thankfully, he's OK. Yep. But this goes to show you the idiocy of what's going on right now, this criminal first attitude. And a lot of people around the country knew nothing about this. You did a great job of uh, showing that story. You even showed that that scar, the knife wound, all of that. That was actually uh, Jordan Neely's attorney that you played on Saturday that made that ridiculous yeah. comment. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's a big story here in New York. There were tons of stories here in New York. You go right to the mayor, and again— uh, the mayor and I, we have not spoken now for a couple of weeks, and that's not by accident. I've lost it with him. I'm done. You know, I'm sick and tired of every time somebody criticizes the mayor, it's a race issue. You know, you're a cracker. He has said that before. He's talked about white journalists. Now, yesterday, and an 80-plus-year-old Holocaust survivor 
calls her a plantation owner. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't care whether he's better than de Blasio or not. I don't care whether he's a good guy or not. I've dined with the guy. I am done with Mayor Eric Adams. He's got to stop that nonsense. Yesterday was despicable. This 84-year-old woman was just upset about her rent going up. Why does everything have to be about race? And then she says, you're a plantation owner? Really? Plantation owner? Look at her background. Obviously, if you just look at her, you know, and in New York City, you're not going to get many people with a plantation mindset in New York City. Uh, and I don't really know anyone that exists anywhere uh, because I had to, you know, travel. I travel a ton, talk to a ton of people. So to come out and just use that old thing, well, you must be a racist if you're critical of me, is crazy. Absolutely crazy. So you've got a, a, a couple of kids, a bunch of kids, all great kids, smart, great athletes. My daughter's in college right now, my son too young. But the Supreme Court came down with this decision, which basically says, which Trump always talks about, merit. You want to get into a good school? Show me you belong there, not the fact that you're black. And, of course, Al Sharpton is furious and others here in New York City. But that SCOTUS decision yesterday I thought was great. Finally, we're starting to get things going in the right direction. Brian Kilmeade's thoughts. A couple of things. Number one, I don't know how you get kids into college today. Because they got rid of class rank, which I thought was the leveler. So maybe the school down the block from you is harder than the school up the block from you. Well, how do you do compared to the other kids in the same class? So I thought class rank was great. They go, oh, no, that's, we don't want to do that. Really? Tell a kid that he's 200th out of a 500-person class? Is that going to hurt his feeling? Are we going to motivate him or her? Or is that what you get? You got an 82 average. Or if you're top 10... You should know that you're the top 10 of the school. If you don't like my school, just know I did the bet better than anybody else. All right, so we got through that out. I thought that was strange. Then we threw out the SATs. How are you going in? Well, they're racist. How are they racist? Just what is vocabulary? What's English? What's math? How's that racist? Maybe the essay question could be analyzed by some anthropologist. Okay, good luck with that. <laughs> now, you can't look at these. Now you have to say to these people, and I think it's great. Oh, what are your grades? Where are you from? How does your essay? No longer are you American Indian, are you from the Caribbean? Are you black, are you white, or are you Asian? And I just think people should keep in mind, the people being discriminated against who brought this case is an Asian kid. They, because so many Asians work so hard in school and they have that in their culture. That's what they want to do. They all want to be valedictorians. And the results are pervasive. Great. And you know what it's great for? America. Because the smartest people get the best jobs, who create the best businesses, who hire the most people to keep us number one because we're a free market, entrepreneur-driven country. So to me, I think we're at the place where people just want the best student. Now, I'm doing this thing on Teddy Roosevelt and Booker T. Washington. Guy's born a slave at nine years old. We see a separate but equal and the horror of what took place uh, through the turn of the century. I do. I am totally cognizant of that. It just come off Frederick Douglass uh, spending two and a half years studying his life. This guy was beaten, had to escape, and he was a fugitive. So I knew where America was. I'm not closing my eyes to past generations, but I'm opening them up to 2023. And I'm saying game on. There's inequities in life like there are. And if there's schools discriminating, I want them highlighted. But for the most part, they want the best students. They're going to produce the best alumni. They're going to produce the best contributions because they're going to have the best success. They want to say, Sid Rosenberg, you want to go to a communication school? The, num- the host of the number one show in the number one market is Sid Rosenberg. Go to my school. And that helps that school. 
So going around checking boxes and and you have a hundred uh, valedictorian African American kid that gets into Harvard on merit, and people watch him on campus and they say he got in. They assume he got in because of affirmative action. That's not fair to that kid. I must tell you that every time you use me in an example. And you're complimentary. Good, right? I want to kiss you. I swear to God, I really do. All right, I oh, jot stuff down. Too. It's good. Yeah. I think shit does well. Sixty we seconds out. to go. I got to get uh, your take on this. The great Brian Kilmeade. Uh, I saw some of Ron DeSantis, your guy, on with uh, Jesse Waters I'm last night. I know he's not your guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brian, he's boring. Boy, and I had an opportunity last night to go out to Bedminster. I turned Donald Trump and Carrie Lake down because I had my red carpet premiere for my new TV series, Gravesend, which is going to be amazing. Me, Chaz Palmenteri, really? Andrew Dice Clay, Armand DeSante. I swear to God, it was an unbelievable event, and they played the first two episodes. I'm in both. It looks great. So I turned down Trump. But on a serious note, uh, your guy, DeSantis, he's boring. He's boring. I, what do you want him to do? You want him to sing? Well, I want him to do something. I, he's down, I'm not he's, saying he's, he's, he's not he's, my guy. I'm that's saying why, that, that's, why, that's why he's down by 40 points or 30 points, because he's a smart guy. He's got good policies. He's got zero charisma, Brian. Zero. Well, I don't know. Uh, charisma also could be uh, being direct. He said, listen, I, one of the big stories he said yesterday, they said, you know, Trump thinks you're disloyal. And he goes, really? I helped him a lot in 2016. I helped him a lot in 2020, especially in Florida. I helped him a lot in his policies. I was the first one to stick up for him when I realized the Russia situation was a hoax. And he knows that. That's how I got his attention to begin with. Uh, it's I'm not running against him. I'm running to help the country. I'm like, that's a pretty good answer. And I don't know. You know, let's see what happens. All I can tell you is he's the only one in double digits. Yeah. I think Trump is running his best campaign to date. Uh, I think he's got his best team. They're very stable. They're very organized. I can't believe what I'm getting. And you get them too in these text messages. When things come out, they actually help me in some stories. I'm like, okay, I did not know that. Boom. That instead of just being, you know, my guy is great or my woman's perfect, they're actually throwing news stories out to us, which is fantastic. He's winning by 30, but they just threw another, they might be giving him another 45 charges in the document case. So that, that's what they're all hoping for. They are hoping that these legal cases stop the Trump <laughs> yeah, train. Good luck. Yeah, the, every time they indict him, they add more counts. He gets he better numbers. Up. Yeah. Uh, so give me on the way out of here, Brian. Again, that great show, One Nation, 8 p.m. tomorrow night, every Saturday night on Fox News. Who's stopping by this week? Okay, uh, I'm going to bring back Dr. Drew and, and Rob Schneider, as I told you. Uh, but I'm going to lead with Gary Sinise. I'm thinking 4th of July. Why, can oh, we, why can't we can't recruit anymore? Awesome. I'm off this patriotism poll, which talks about only 38% of the country are really proud of our country. How do we get that back? I got three outstanding historians. And I got uh, Shelby Steele. I have Douglas Brinkley. And I have Dr. Wilford Riley of Chicago wow. State. Yep. And we're gonna and we're just gonna talk about, you know, we're as a country. I went back and I looked at what Benjamin Franklin's greatest fear uh, was for our country, Thomas Jefferson, Alexander Hamilton, as well as George Washington. It's amazing the issues that he were they worried most about. We have in front of us from debt to defense on down to education. They all thought if we're not educated, we're screwed. If we run up too much debt, we're toast. If we don't uh, put money into defense, we're going to be attacked. These are the same issues. Don't be worried. We just have to decide to attack them. Just know they're not unique. Our founding fathers knew it. So identify it and attack it. That should be our approach. That's what Americans do. 
Unbelievable. I can't wait to watch that show. That's a great job. Brian Kilmeade, One Nation, 8 p.m. tomorrow night on Fox News. Of course, uh, this morning, Fox and Friends on Fox News. And uh, after me, every morning, 10 a.m., right here on WABC. Great talent, great guy. Happy Fourth of July, Brian. You're a great American. I love you, pal. Thank you so much. Yeah. And thanks for the ticket to your premiere yesterday. That would have been great. I would have loved to have gone, but I guess I'm not Italian enough to go. Only half Italian. That's right. I can't go to this. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Unbelievable. half Italian is more Italian than I am, but I continue yeah, to play mobsters. what the hell's going on? I should be in that. You're not. I know. Let's see if we can do for season three, okay? We'll talk. Okay. <laughs> All right, buddy. Go have him. a great weekend. There he is, folks. 10 o'clock after me every weekday, Fox and Friends, One Nation, Brian Kilmeade. We'll take a short break. When we get back, he was a superstar quarterback at University of Miami, won a championship, beat Nebraska, went on to have an amazing NFL career between the Cleveland Browns and the Miami Dolphins. My old buddy Bernie Kosar has resurfaced. We'll talk to Bernie next.